Welcome to Hello Strata, hosted by Craig Bayliss, founder of Coastal Strata and My Bylaw. On this show, you'll find a mix of insights and tips from a straight-talking strata expert. Join us as we say Hello Strata. Just wanted to give everyone a little heads up on what actually happens when we do a strata inspection report. So in doing a report, we have permission from a vendor to look at a strata scheme's records. So we call the strata company and say, look, we would like to come in and do a strata inspection report. We make an appointment with them. We go to their office and we're given access to the strata scheme's records, whether that's electronically on the strata manager's computer or some companies have all paper files still and they just give us access to all their manila folders and folders and uh, paperwork. So there's a mix of those we have to learn lots of different strata companies filing systems how the computers work because the strata managers don't actually talk to us they don't actually tell us where to look for information or what's going on what to look for we have to go through all of the strata schemes records correspondence insurances income and expenditure statements to find out what's actually happening and what's important for our clients so strata managers don't talk to us and we think that's because they're worried about litigation, the worry that we're going to say the strata manager verbally said this or that or they did not point something out to us and that's going to be impacting on our clients. So in doing a strata report, we're given access to a strata schemes records. Strata managers don't help us out. So it's up to us as strata inspectors to find the information we need for our clients. So when we do our inspections, we get a summary together of the strata plan. So we look at how many units are in, how many units are in the block, what the unit of entitlement is for the unit that our client is looking to buy and what the total entitlement is and then from there a bit further a bit further involved we look at if the strata plan is part of a larger property so sometimes a strata plan is part of a community or a neighborhood title and that of course impacts on how the property is set up so once we've got that summary then we're ready to go a bit further into details and we next up we go into the repairs and maintenance So in the repairs and maintenance, we give our clients a snapshot of the major repairs and maintenance that have been carried out in the last five years. So to do this, we start going through minutes of meetings because those minutes will generally have, or in the agenda more likely, it will have the income and expenditure statement which shows what the owners have spent the money on. So we'll go through that and any major expenses in the capital works fund or the administrative fund and remember you need to check the administrative fund because that is where special levies were traditionally raised into but they can now be raised in the Capital Works Fund. But what we're doing is by looking through those documents, we get an idea as to where the money has been spent and if there's any further issues outstanding from that. So we go through, we note in detail where they've spent the money on and then we go into the current repairs and maintenance section. The stride managers all will have this filed in a different area. Some have on the computer repairs and maintenance. Others will have works in progress folders. So we go through and look at where they spent the money on, what they've highlighted they're going to spend the money on up down the track. So there might be quotes that have been approved yet to be paid. So we note all this information down here and then we follow it through later in the, in the report. So other documents you'll need to see is we have a reports section where we note if the strata plan has any reports that give an insight into the property. So they might have a work health and safety report which is um, a guide telling the owners where issues might arise at the property. So they might point out uneven surfaces in driveways or balcony balustrades don't meet the current standard. So items like that, we can point out to our client saying that there's issues raised here. If they haven't been fixed already, we'll point out to the client that there's potential to fix these items down the track 
And there may even be a clue in the Capital Works Fund as to how much those items might cost. So we could really drill down into what the item is that's been raised and how much it might cost to fix it down the track. Other reports you might see will be an asbestos report and sometimes they have termite reports. So if those reports are on file, we copy those and that gives our clients a good insight. Building defects, we go through, if there's any um, particularly newer properties, they might have building defect issues um, that the owners have been made aware of, so they might have reports on file noting issues with the property. This section is where we'll comment on what the issues are. Sometimes building defect issues are quite involved. The owners corporation will have engaged lawyers and building consultants to prepare reports for them. So we really try and summarize what's happening at the property. It can be really hard in a really big case, but what we try and do is summarize where it's at and what's the best and worst case scenario. So if there's some sort of dollar value placed on the potential repairs, we'll comment on that and we'll say what their potential outcomes will be. The best case might be that the builder is responsible to fix all the issues at their expense. Worst case might be that the owner's corporation has to pay to fix the issues themselves. Next up, we go through the financial section, and this is where we look at the reports provided to us by the strata manager to show the current position of the lot and the strata plan as a whole. So we'll look at what the levies are for the individual lot, where they're paid to with the levies, and where the levies are due. Sometimes for timing, the owner's ledger will only show the current levies, but a meeting's just been held, and the levies might be increasing from the next month. So we point that issue out to the owners, saying that the levies are going to be increasing as per the next meeting. The Owners Corporation's assets is where we list the current bank balances in the Ministry Fund, the Capital Works Fund, and the levy arrears for everybody. So if there's a lot of levy arrears, we really drill down into why that's the case. Sometimes it might be in a large property, the levies have just been sent out, so the levies are shown as due, but owners commonly have 30 days to pay the levies before they incur interest, so it might show as a huge amount in levy arrears, but it will just be the timing that the owners haven't let haven't yet paid their levies. After that, we go through the Capital Works Fund, and this is a really important report if the owners have it on file, because it gives the owners a guide over their rolling 10-year period as to what repairs might be needed and how much the levy should be every year, so they have enough money in their accounts to pay for those repairs. So the plan provides a projected balance in the Capital Works Fund, showing that if the owners have the balance at that certain amount, they should be able to fund those repairs from the Capital Works Fund, uh, from the Capital Works balance. Um, if the owners are short in that projected amount, such as if the report suggests they should have $100,000 by 2018 and they only have 50000 that can have a really big impact on where that money's going to come from for you as a purchaser. So if the money's not there, we can point out that if the owners are intending to carry out the repairs that are suggested in the plan, they're probably going to have to raise a special levy, if not increase the levies pretty soon to make sure the money is there to pay for it. So that information is really critical for our clients buying a property because that can impact them in the negotiation if they're still at that stage. In the insurance section, we note what is happening with the property's insurance policy. Um, this is more for your conveyancer um, or solicitor for settlement because of course the strata plan has to have a certain amount of insurance. They have to have the building insured. They also have to have public liability and voluntary workers. So we note the details in there. In the people section of our report, this is where we note to start with the bylaws for the property. So we note the bylaws applicable to the strata scheme. We copy the bylaws 
for your information. We note any special bylaws relating to your lot. So if there's any bylaws relating specifically to the lot that you are purchasing, such as exclusive use of a courtyard or a car space, we point that out to you so it's nice and clear. We comment on the pets bylaw. So the owners might have a bylaw saying that you can keep pets or you need written permission to keep a pet or there's no pets or there are variations of those bylaws as well. So we make it nice and clear to you. Your purchase might be conditional on keeping a pet. So we try and make it as clear as possible for you. And in the meeting section, we comment on when the first meeting was held, when the last meeting was, and we include all of those documents, well, the last couple of years worth of minutes to show you what's happening at the meetings. Owner occupies is where we comment on from the strata role, how many owners we can see actually live on site. And that can give you a bit of a clue as to how the property might be running, perhaps. Sometimes some people say that owners treat the property a little bit different from tenants. I'm careful not to generalize there, but the strata role will show us if any owner's addresses for correspondence are listed on site. So there's nothing stopping someone from doing a strata inspection report themselves. So if you're looking to buy a strata property, you could certainly look at the records yourself. You could get permission from the vendor to look at the strata records. And an easy way to do that is just ask the real estate agent that you're dealing with saying, hey, I'd like to do a strata inspection report. I'm going to do it myself. Can I have an email from the vendor saying that I have permission to look at the strata schemes records? When you have that permission in writing, you call the strata company, make an appointment with them to go through the records. So if you know what you're looking for, you can go through the information yourself, um, but you need to know what to look for. And sometimes documents aren't on file that are very important. If they're not there and if you don't know what you're looking for, you might just think everything's running okay. but there could be important reports that are missing, such as a capital works fund forecast, which is a guide telling the owners what the levy amount should be over a 10 year period to help them with budgeting. So if that report's on file, that's really helpful for us to give our clients some insight as to where the levies will track over the next 10 years. So that's generally our report format and how we operate and find the information. We try and provide insights, not just information and that really gives you the clues as to what's happening with the property. Thank you for listening to Hello Strata. You'll find show notes and links for everything in this episode at coastalstrata.com.au. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast and share. This podcast is general in nature and should not be relied upon for your individual circumstances.